Good morning and welcome to Game Changers Devotional. We're certainly glad to have you on the call this morning with us. Uh, if it's your first time, uh, we do hope that you would uh, consider making this a part of every week and uh, join us at every uh, Wednesday morning at 730. I uh, want to remind you that you can forward that call-in number to anybody you want to, uh, and they can dial directly in. Uh, you can share it. Um, if you can um, get in touch with me, which I know most of you know how to do that, and you need to add somebody to our text reminder, I can do that also. Uh, if you don't have my number, probably the person that, that invited you does, and uh, so we can get that taken care of for you. The other thing is, I want to remind everyone that we do have all of our uh, recorded uh, devotionals on Spotify, and uh, you can go there and you can listen to those uh, anytime you would like, or if you miss a week or something, we try to have those up fairly quickly, uh, so you can go back and pick that up. We do love to have you on the call with us when we actually uh, uh, do it each uh, morning. This morning, I'm going to lead the devotional, and uh, I was thinking this week about, um, in life, the storms that we go through, and uh, I have a friend, and I've probably repeated this on this call at some point in time, but he always tells me, he says, you know, we're either in a storm in life, we're coming out of a storm, or we're getting ready to go into one. But when we're in those storms, or, or you know, how, how do we react? You know, what do we do? Um, you know, do we lose our focus? And uh, I, I think that sometimes, you know, that we do. And I want to tell you a story about Jonathan. Uh, Jonathan's life was going well. Um, he uh, grew up, and his dad was a pastor. Um, he loved sports, and uh, everything with his football career was going well because he had, you know, been on a state championship high school football team. Uh, he had earned a full scholarship to Baylor University, and uh, then he was picked up by the Cowboys in 2005. You know, and he, he was living every dream of probably every kid about making it to the next level in sports. Um, and, you know, he, he was excited. He was going to get the experience, the thrill at the highest level. However, his uh, dreams took a hit when he was released from the Cowboys, and he was told that he was not good enough, and he was sent to the NFL Europe, which is a developmental league. And he was feeling disheartened about and what all had happened, and he, he told his coach, I, I'm just, I'm quitting. I'm, I'm, I'm over here in, in this European league, and it's not where I want to be. And the coach says, well, you've got to go through exit interviews, and it's going to take you two days to go through those exit interviews. So he called his father, and he was telling his dad, he said, look, I know you bought me a ticket to come home, but I'm just not going to be able to do that. Uh, just simply because I've got to do these exit interviews. And his father, who was very wise, said, Son, it seems like that what you're trying to run from is keeping you there. And he encouraged his son to pray about it. And so his son immediately prayed about it. And he came, you know, during the middle of it, while he was praying, he had the revelation that he was meant to be in Berlin, Germany. And his uh, purpose was going to be that of a higher calling. So during his time there, he became a source of support and guidance for other uh, teammates, and, and he led seven players to accept Christ. Uh, then one day he received a call that he was going to be returning back to the NFL with the Tennessee Titans, but he fell short on that because he ended up being carted off uh, the field in a preseason game, and, and he was cut. Then 
you know, the next year he was picked up by the Buffalo Bills and he remained steadfast in the thought that, hey, I'm where I'm at. My job is to be in this locker room sharing Christ. Uh, and as long as I do that, I'll have success on the field. But then he got cut from the Buffalo Bills. Next year, he's sitting around, gets a call from the Washington Commanders, which used to be the Redskins, and went and went through workouts with them, went through uh, preseason, but then he got cut before the season started. So he's just down and out, uh, thinking, you know, I'm, I don't know what I'm doing wrong because I'm I'm going in, I'm sharing with Christ with with these guys in the locker room, and so he's sitting there, and it's the next year, and and he gets a call from the Kansas City Chiefs, and they were going to give him another opportunity. Now, mind this, he's approaching 30 years old. But he gets to the uh, camp with the Kansas City Chiefs, and he tore his Achilles tendon. And so he, he said he remembered as he was laying on the field, he was laughing and crying because it was hurting. But he thought to himself, my goodness, how low have I had to come to go to realize that what God really wants me to do. So oh, about five weeks later, on crutches, he walked into the to the um, seminary there in Dallas and started going through seminary. And surprisingly, about five weeks into that journey, he got called up by the Dallas Cowboys again. Uh, the team that had cut him that he'd originally been, been at now they wanted him even if he was broken. So he went to the Cowboys, and he said that, that he, he was realizing his dream. And he was standing in the tunnel, and he was looking around at the other players, and he was getting ready to run out, and he picked up his cell phone and called his dad and said, we finally did it. And his dad said, amen, son, amen. And now you're probably going to ask, what was he doing with his cell phone in the tunnel and getting ready to run out uh, for a game? This time he wasn't running out as a player. He was running out as their chaplain. And you know that story about Jonathan goes through, and it, it tells us about you know we, sometimes we can be focused. Sometimes it can be on the on the wrong thing, and we can think we're doing exactly what God wants us to do, and uh, and He'll put us back on the right path. But Jonathan's last name is Evans, and you've probably heard of his dad, who is a pastor and a author. His name is Tony Evans. And uh, that's just a great testimony there about being in a storm of life and how that that storm of life, you have to have faith. This morning I'm going to focus on a um, passage that you've all heard before. It's uh, Matthew 14, verse uh, 22 through 33. It says, Immediately Jesus made the disciples get in the boat and go ahead of him, uh, to the other side while he dismissed the crowd. After he had dismissed them, he went up on a mountainside by himself to pray. When evening came, he was there alone, but the boat was already a considerable distance from land, buffeted by waves because the wind was against it. Shortly before dawn, Jesus went out to them walking on the lake. When the disciples saw him walking on the lake, they were terrified. It's a ghost, they cried out in fear. But Jesus immediately said to them, Take courage, it is I. Don't be afraid. Lord, if it's you, Peter replied, tell me to come to you on the water. And Jesus said, Come. And Peter got down out of the boat, walked on the water, and came toward Jesus. 
But when he saw the wind, he was afraid and began to sink. And he cried out, Lord, save me. Immediately, Jesus reached out his hand and caught him. You of little faith, why did you doubt? You know, when I think about that story, there's a lot of things that go through my mind. Is, is you know, why did the disciples get that far away from him? And, you know, because they had just seen him in the passages before this. He'd seen a miracle. They had all seen a miracle in the feeding of the 5,000. And I'm, I'm sure that they walked away from that event and they had some faith. But yet... They're out there in that boat, and Jesus comes walking out on the water, and Peter wants to challenge Jesus. And, he, and when he does, he says, you know, let me walk on the water, and Jesus says, come. And he starts walking out on the water, but then he gets focused on the wrong thing. He gets focused on those waves. And what happens? He begins to sink down. And to me, that next part is one of the most beautiful things to think about, that he's sinking, and Jesus reached down his hand and picked him up, and he lifted him up. But it's a good reminder for us. Sometimes in life, when we're in those storms, uh, we we can lose focus. And how do we react? Uh, Do we keep our faith? Or is it one of those things that we've got a lot of faith as long as we're in a safe place? When that storm comes, we lose our faith, and we shouldn't do that. And I admit I'm pointing the finger right back at me. When I'm safe and in a safe place, my faith is great. But when I get challenged a little bit sometimes, then I start struggling with it. So I don't know where you're at today. If you're struggling with a place in life uh, that has uh, got you in the middle of a storm, and uh, you're struggling with having faith, but... I pray that you will just be reminded uh, that when Peter lost his focus, he started to sink in the water. But Jesus reached out and lifted him up, and that can happen for you today. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for all that you've done for us, dear God. I know that there are days that I fall short. uh, I fall short in the faith department, dear God. Uh, But I just pray that that you will um, help me and to realize that that uh, I just need to trust you and that you have a plan that, that's, uh, that you've made for me well in advance of anything that I ever know, have known about, and I need to just follow that plan and whatever it may be, and I need to trust you, dear God. And I just pray that there's that person on this call this morning, dear God, they're struggling right now, that they're thinking, okay, where are you at, God? I need you. I need you. That they have faith in you. And know that your plan that we may not understand is something much greater than we could ever imagine. I just pray that you keep everyone safe and uh, you be with us all until we come back uh, next Wednesday morning at 730. Dear God, just give everybody a safe, safe week. These things ask your name. Amen. Well, guys, I hope you have a great rest of your week. And uh, and like I said, we'll see you all back next Wednesday morning at 7.30 on Game Changers Devotion.